Welcome to the Free Rebel Podcast, where we will be diving into everything mindset, money, personal development, goals, and more. I will be sharing with you my life lessons and experiences so that you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. So, you ready to create a shift? Let's dive right in. Hello, we are back for another episode of the Free Rebel Podcast. I hope that you've all had a wonderful week and that it's been productive and you've been achieving anything that you set your mind to. For me, this week's been, there's been a lot of shifts in energies and directions. It's definitely been a lot of high, high and low lows and I actually recently found myself caught in this comparison trap and I don't think I wish that upon anybody. It's not a nice feeling. Um, I think women tend to have that more than men. Um, That's just my opinion. But I think the comparison trap really makes you begin to question everything about yourself, your capabilities, if you're really cut out for something or if you're even capable of achieving success or whatever it may be that you're searching for in life. And you tend to then question, oh, why does it come so easy to others, but so damn hard for yourself? And, you know, I want to share this, not for pity or anything like that, because I'm fine, but I share it because it's a reality that a lot of people face and they never seem to escape it. Therefore, they never really achieve their true potential because... They pull themselves down through comparing their journey to others and that's not healthy because as soon as you put them blinders on and stop looking to the sides, the quicker you are in achieving what you set out to do in the first place. So when you've reached a point that you feel really low within yourself, like I did the other day, you have to snap out of it as soon as possible, okay? And I'm just going to give you some tips on what I did once I hit sort of the lowest point like this a couple days ago actually. And what I recommend you do too if you're feeling a really low vibrational energy due to this comparison trap. First thing is unfollow all the people that you are comparing yourself to. As soon as they pop up on your feed or if they you know their Instagram handle, TikTok handle, whatever it may be. Their platform handles, delete them, remove them. Or even just mute them if you don't want to unfollow them or remove them. But I recommend you just unfollow, you know, you don't need that in your life. Secondly, once you've unfollowed everything and everyone, clear your mind through music and meditation. So you can listen to whatever music makes you feel good. Meditate, clear your mind, try not to think about anything. Just relax. Your body just needs to chill. Three. Get a good night's sleep. I cannot, like, mention this clearer enough. Get sleep. Sleep is going to help you recover, rest, get out of that low vibrational energy because you're just, you know, you're sleeping. Then, the next morning, whenever you get up, or even if it's, like, middle of the day, take a moment to realise, okay, I'm in low vibration, I'm in a comparison state. Journal about how you're feeling and write out all of the reasons that you love yourself and why you are enough and list out all the times that you've accomplished massive things or even simply just completed something that you've set your mind to. Write them all out in a journal, get out all your emotions and this is actually going to be very very helpful to 
boost your self-confidence and go, okay, actually, I am enough. I am worth what I'm doing and I am able to achieve anything I set my mind to and want to achieve in life. And finally, I would really recommend the next morning, you go to sleep or whatever, next morning, start clearing your house, clean your house, okay, do, I know this may be harder if you work a nine to five or anything like this, but if you have time, clean the house, clean the floors, clean everything, this is going to shift the stagnant negative energy that's been around and turn it into something positive, um, if you're into feng shui, move stuff around, shift the energy, see what aligns with you, what feels good, what doesn't, and your personal space what is your bedroom try and turn it into more of a sanctuary not just a place that you sleep because as I said you sleep there so those are energies that you are receiving the whole night so try and make it a place where you have those positive vibes constantly circulating around and so I hope those tips were useful for getting out of that comparison state of mind and what I'd really love to do now is dive into the episode topic which is finding your purpose. This is something that is pretty deep. So this will be a longer episode, I'm pre-warning now. And I really hope you have a pen and paper next to you or near you so you can start taking notes because I will be giving really useful journal prompts throughout this. And it's based off a book that really, really changed my life and I really like to share that with you. So firstly... What is purpose? What does it mean? Purpose, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Or a person's sense of resolve or determination. I actually am a firm believer that each and every one of us has a purpose. It's something that is rooted deep inside of us that we have from the moment that we're born. We just really begin to define it as we get older. We were all created with a purpose and for a purpose and we use our sense of purpose to motivate ourselves to keep going and showing up. Our creator made us for more because he knows that we are capable of so much and we have each one of us has an individual purpose that's so unique to us and You have a unique skill and sense of purpose that will help so many people and you just don't know it yet. I definitely believe that along the way we lose sight of what our purpose is and or simply, you know, you just can't put your finger on it. I know that, you know, from very young I knew I had a purpose and I wholeheartedly knew that Whatever it was, it was related to helping people. How that might be, I'm still trying to figure it out. But it's something so innate in me that I know that's the end goal, helping people. And you might feel exactly the same. You might have this deep desire to help people. Or maybe it's just to do something else. Whatever it may be, it sits deeply within you. And... Sometimes you might feel that you just can't shake it off no matter how much you try to ignore it or push it aside. So if that's how you feel, just embrace it. And if you aren't quite sure what your purpose is yet, 
I'm going to offer you some guidance on how to get clear or what it could be using the tips given by, this is my favorite book that changed my life. Mastin Kipps is the author and it's called Claim Your Power. If you have not read or listened to this book, I highly recommend it. Like highly, highly 10 out of 10 recommend. He takes you through this like 40 day journey to discovering what your purpose is in life, working through past traumas and going deep into what truly lights you up. So I'm going to break it down here for you and hopefully this will help you how moving forward to discovering what your purpose is, what truly makes you happy, um, what you enjoy and anything that's been holding you back. It's sort of based off what he talks about in the book and I'm also going to give you some little journal prompts at the end of each section. So the first one is identifying limiting beliefs. That is the key to any sort of goal setting or figuring out what you want in life because a lot of the time we sort of know what we want but these limiting beliefs always hold us back from actually going out and doing it so unless we work through all these limiting beliefs you're never actually going to move forward with whatever you have or want to achieve or your desires and I encourage you to really dig into your past experiences and upbringing to understand the root causes of these limiting beliefs. Because whether we want to believe it or not, our upbringing and our beliefs that we've gained from society through our parents, through our friends, they have impacted us and made us who we are today. It's something so unconscious that It's like when they say you have to unlearn things to then relearn. And that's so, so true. Until you unlearn everything that you've been taught up until now, you're not going to be able to learn new ways of thinking, new ways of doing, new habits. And this is not to say that, oh, your parents are in the wrong, they're terrible people, or your friends are terrible. No, That's just how they were brought up as well. And they have these ingrained beliefs as well that they have passed on to you. There's nothing wrong with that. That's who they are. And you are discovering who you are. So just let that sit. Understand that it's not anyone's fault, but simply it's something that you've grown up with that now you are ready to let go of and bring in new things, new habits, new ways of thinking, new mindset, all of this. Okay, so I want you to grab your pen and paper or a journal, whatever you may use, a notebook, and I'm going to give you some journal prompts to write down. The first one, where do you feel dead in your life? Which areas? When I say dead, where do you feel dead in your life is sort of you're not you're stagnant you're not moving forward you're not really going backwards you're just you're not doing anything about it or you feel like it's just a black hole okay where do you feel dead in your life and which areas is it your family your friendships is it your partners your work whatever it may be write them down 
next. Answer the following regarding each area of your life that you have just written down where you feel dead. Okay, the first thing, answer. When it comes to my, whatever it may be, health, job, family, friends, when it comes to my, I've missed out on dot, dot, dot. Write out what you feel you've missed out on in this areas because you've been feeling dead. The next, what's the worst thing that will happen if I don't change now? What's the worst thing that will happen if I don't change now? And the next one, have a think about how has my creator recently tried to get my attention to change? This, you know, creator, universe, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it. How has he or she recently tried to get my attention to change? Has there been a shift in your energy? Has there been something that's been attracting you right now to pay attention to, to focus on? Has there been maybe a change in environment that you didn't provoke? All these different things. How is my creator recently tried to get my attention to change? The next one. What are five behaviours that are holding me back right now? What are five behaviours that are holding me back right now? This could be anything that you feel that you know you have, but you just don't want to accept it. Write them down. Those are the key ones that you need to be noting down. And finally, what stories... Am I telling myself which are creating these limiting behaviours? What stories am I telling myself which are creating these limiting behaviours? So what thoughts are you thinking daily that are creating these behaviours? It could be something very simple as in secondary school, you didn't do very well in a maths test. So you said to yourself, oh, I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at maths. And that's those thought patterns, that constant, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, led to a behaviour where you weren't good at maths and you didn't do well in maths and that just proved your belief that you weren't good at it. So what stories are you telling yourself which are creating these limiting behaviours? Write them all down. The next stage is emotional healing. So we've looked at identifying the limiting beliefs Next, you need to work on emotional healing. This is where we highlight the significance of like processing and releasing unresolved emotions. This could be something like resentment that's been building up over your lifetime. And this is definitely one of the harder things to do because it will bring up past emotions, past memories that you've probably stored away or put aside. And in the book, Mastin Kips suggests like various techniques to help you let go of emotional baggage and allow you to move forward with a lighter heart, which is what you need starting a new journey, a new era, a new phase in your life. So here are some journaling prompts so you can work on your emotional healing and start letting go of that emotional baggage that has been potentially holding you back. Number one, what are the top five sources of where the stories that are creating my limiting beliefs coming from? 
What are the top five sources of where the stories that are creating my limiting beliefs coming from? This could be, for example, you have the limiting belief that you're not good at sports because your parents didn't let you do extracurricular sports when you were younger because they said, oh, you won't be good at that. So because of that, you then believe that you're not able to do sports or you're not good at sports. So the source would be your parents. So what are the top five sources of where the stories that I am creating in my limiting beliefs, where are they coming from? Write them down. The next one. What emotions do I feel when I listen to those stories or those sources? So what emotions do you feel when your parents say, oh, you're not good at this? Or what emotions do you feel when your friends say, oh, stop being so unrealistic with your goals? Whatever it may be, what emotions do I feel when I listen to those stories or those sources? Write them down. Next and last one for this section. What beliefs about myself and my life have created these emotions? What beliefs about yourself that have been caused by these sources do you have now in your life? Write them down. This belief, again, might be, oh, I'm not good at maths. In that case, I can't do accounting as a career or I, I can't look after my money because I'm not good with numbers. All these things sort of morph into something more. So write down again, what beliefs about myself and my life have created these emotions? The next section, purpose and passion. This is where you're going to explore your passions and interests and this is going to help you uncover your life's purpose. And these are some useful prompts based off the book by Mastin Kip. First of all, I want you to write down these areas in your notebook or journal, whatever it may be. One, romantic life. Two, family. Three, body and health. Four, job, career and vocation. Five, spirituality. Six, friends. Seven, finances. And eight, creativity. Note those all down. Now, I want you to ask yourself and think deeply about the answer to this don't just write down anything think really deeply and take your time and if you have to pause this pause this and think about it while writing this down what is there less of in the world because I have been dead up until now in each area what is there less of in the world because I have been dead up until now in each area so for each area write down What there is less of in the world because I have been dead in this area? What is there less of because you have not put intention into this area? Maybe it could be your relationships with your family. What is there less of? Maybe there's less of doing things as a family, get-togethers. Maybe if you've not put intention and you feel dead in your job or your passions, 
maybe in your spirituality maybe there's less people that are being helped by you because of that write down what you think there is less of in the world because you've been dead up until now in each one of those areas next think of your first two to three most happiest memories the first ones that you can even remember write them down and then write down two to three of your most recent happiest memories also note down who was in them and what emotions did you feel in that moment i'm going to repeat that again your two to three most happiest memories the ones the first ones that you can think of very first ones and then two to three of your most recent happiest memories for each one write down who was in them and what emotions did you feel now once you've done this i want you to write out all the emotions that you've noted that you felt in every single memory write them out in a list this is going to be your master list of emotions These are the emotions that you feel when you are most happiest, most at peace, whatever it may be. Those are the emotions that you should be feeling when you're moving towards your purpose, what lights you up. And then I want you, between all of the ones that you've noted down, choose two that you resonate with the most. Those are the emotions that you should be feeling or should feel the most when you're living your purpose. And finally... When you're in your purpose, when you're moving towards that goal, ask yourself, beyond myself, who am I going to serve? Beyond myself, who am I going to serve? Who are you going to be helping, serving, if you go after your purpose? Who are you going to be helping? Write that down. Section number four taking inspired action okay so we've gone through identifying the limiting beliefs looking at emotional healing finding your purpose and your passions now we need to take inspired action from there we're going to look at how to create a clear plan to stay consistent and create intentional actions for you to make progress towards your purpose your passions and your goals So again, some journal prompts for this. Pause wherever you might need to and write these down and answer them as honestly as you can. Number one, what are some specific goals or dreams that you have for yourself? Take a moment to write these down. They don't have to be big, big, big. They can be a small goal or big goals. Just write them down. Number two, Reflect on a time when you took action that was truly inspired and aligned with your goals. What led you to take the action and what were the results? I'm going to repeat it. Reflect on a time when you took action that was truly inspired and aligned with your goals. What led you to take action and what were the results? Number three. Think about someone you admire who has achieved similar results or similar goals. What actions did they take to reach their objectives? And how can you apply some of these strategies to your own journey? So think about somebody who has 
done what you're wanting to do or is on the journey of achieving what you want to achieve, what actions did they take to achieve their objectives or their goals? And how can you apply some of these strategies to your own journey? Number four, what are some daily or weekly habits that you can implement to ensure that you're consistently working towards your goals? Is there any routine that you can put in place? Maybe planning what you're going to do that day, setting a weekly schedule or a deadline for achieving that goal or even just a milestone within that goal. Write them down. Daily or weekly habits that you can implement to ensure you're consistently working towards your goals. Number five, consider the concept of intentional actions. How can you ensure that your actions are purposeful and aligned with your values and your aspirations? I'm going to repeat it again. Consider the concept of intentional actions. How can you ensure that your actions are purposeful and aligned with your values and aspirations? Try and be as in tune with your intuition and your gut feeling as possible. If something feels right, then go for it. That means that you're taking intentional and aligned action. You don't want to force anything. If something feels forced or unnatural, this is the opposite of what you want. When you're living your purpose, you're going towards your goals, you want to be in flow. I'm not saying by this that everything will be easy, but it will definitely feel easier than going against the grain or, or going against the, the waves. It, it's pointless. Let the waves take you. And finally, last prompt for this one. Have you ever faced setbacks or obstacles while pursuing a goal? Have a think about those setbacks, write them down, write the obstacles that you faced in the past and reflect on how you handled the challenges and how you learned from them. So what did you do to overcome these obstacles and what you learned from making those previous mistakes or dealing with these setbacks? And the final section, and I think one of the most important ones, is accountability. No one likes this one. (laughs) Accountability in personal growth is so necessary. You can have personal accountability, mentors, coaches, and even support systems. They can really help play a role in helping you stay on track and overcome challenges. I myself have hired coaches in the past to help me get to a goal. I even used a coach and hired a coach to get me to my goal of moving to Spain. And because of her, I managed to do it a lot faster and in a way that was more aligned. So I definitely recommend getting a coach if you're interested. Um, I'm more than welcome to have a chat with you and help navigate through the obstacles that you might be facing or set up a game plan for you to achieve your goals so if you ever want to have a chat feel free to dm me and i want to just go over some journal prompts that you can use here as well to reflect on accountability and being aware that if you don't make it that's because of you nobody else you have nobody else to blame but yourself it's like what we talked about sort of last week about you create what you tolerate if you've not had a listen to that i highly recommend it Okay, journal prompt number one. Reflect on your current support system. Who are the people in your life who support your personal growth journey? 
List them and describe how they continue to support your development. I'm going to repeat that. Reflect on your current support system. Who are the people in your life who support your personal growth journey? List them and describe how they continue to support your development. Maybe it's family, maybe it's friends. Maybe it's strangers on social media. A lot of the time we find that strangers are more supportive of our goals than people that we love and care about. It's okay if you don't feel like you have that support system in your immediate family or your close friendship group. Search it in Facebook groups, in Instagram, connect with people on there who are on the similar journey. They can really help you. I've done that before and it's been it's been pretty cool to see how you both progress towards a similar trajectory. Number two, consider the idea of being accountable to yourself. How can you hold yourself more accountable for your actions and progress towards your goals? How can you hold yourself more accountable? Is there a system that you're going to put in place where if you don't complete something that you're meant to, are you going to not go out on the weekend or are you going to actually do the opposite and go, okay, if I achieve these three tasks by this week, I'm going to treat myself to a day at the beach. Whatever it may be, that is going to definitely hold you accountable. Write them all out. Just brainstorm ideas and use that to go back to. Okay, number three. Are there any specific challenges or obstacles that you've faced in your personal growth journey? And how might a mentor, coach or support system help you overcome these challenges? I know we've talked about getting a personal coach or a mentor or even just the support system. Write down now how they're going to help you. What can they provide for you that will help you along the journey? And finally, what are some of the strategies that you can implement to actively seek out or build a support system that aligns with your personal growth aspirations? So similar to what I've said, try going on Facebook groups. Try seeing if you can find a group that aligns with your goals. For example, it might be digital nomad. You want to work for yourself. Go on a digital nomad group. Find out what they're doing, how they're doing it. If they would like to work together with you to keep yourselves more accountable. Maybe it's a group that's starting their own businesses for coaching. Whatever it may be, just find ways strategies that you can implement that actively seek out or build a support system that aligns with your personal growth and aspirations there's no point in building a support system that doesn't even align with your personal growth aspirations because you're just going to stay stagnant and you're not going to grow another tip for that always try and be the smartest person in the room you don't want to be with people who are doing worse than you you want to be with people who are doing better than you because you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with so if you are not learning from those people and you're not being as those people aren't being productive it's going to actually decrease your productivity be mindful of this when you choose the people who are going to become your support system you don't want people who are going to go oh let's go out partying when you should be doing work You need to be focused on your goals and you need people who are going to motivate you daily to become a better version of yourself. And finally, the last section, section number six, 
we've gone through all the strategies, accountability. Now it's about gratitude and positive thinking. To get to where you want to be, you need a positive mindset and you need to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Positive thinking can really impact your life immensely. Without it, you're really going to struggle moving forward with your goals because our minds are made to protect us, our brains, the way that we think. A lot of the time, the reason you've not gotten to where you want to be is because your mind's going, oh no, that's dangerous. Don't do that. You're going to fail. Uh, you're going to look stupid. People are going to make fun of you. It it sees your goal as a threat because it's scared of failure. It's protecting you. It's, it's trying to help you. But in a way, it's doing the opposite. So having a positive mindset, positive thinking, that's really going to help you moving forward. Here are just some of the ways that positive thinking impacts you that I found from Tony Robbins. He shares this a lot. So the first one is it really empowers yourself. The only thing in life that you can really control is yourself. So use your thoughts and positive thinking to change what's in your control. You can't change what's going on around you in the world, but you can change how you react to it. If you change that, a lot of the things in your life are going to look a lot better and not as bad as you might have thought it was if you didn't have that mindset. The second way it can really help is it allows you to take control of your state, a state that you're in. So when you notice yourself getting down or feeling low, Use actually your body language as well to convey to your mind, to your thoughts, that you were in a positive mindset. Straighten up, smile. This is actually so powerful. And you will see how quickly your brain and your thoughts will change tune because your thoughts will think, even if it's just laughing, laugh. And your brain will go, oh, okay, this per- you're laughing. So something's funny, you're happy. And your brain will switch up like this try it out, trust me. Finally, adjusting your mindset. This is so powerful and this changed so much in my life If once I started doing this. I'm going to give you an example that a lot of you might be able to relate to. I don't drive but <laughs> this is just an example that could help. You're on the way to work and you're stuck in a traffic jam. Do you stress about the fact that you're going to be late, that you're stuck in a traffic jam? Do you start to get angry and frustrated and start swearing at everyone around you? Or do you relax, put up the music in your car, say, oh, well, everything happens for a reason and let whatever needs to be, be? Which one are you? Because either way, and this might be a bit mind-blowing for you, the outcome will be the same. You will arrive at work at the same time regardless. You cannot control the traffic jam. What you can control is how you start your day, how you react to this. You can either start the day stressed out and worried and angry, or you can start the day in a good mood. At the end of the day, I think everything happens for a reason. I truly believe this. If you're in a traffic jam, it's because you're meant to be in that traffic jam. You're meant to arrive at a certain time at work. Everything happens for a true reason. So just trust. 
Trust that you'll get there okay. Trust that everything will work out regardless. Plus, you don't want to start your day stressed. You don't want to be stressed. You don't want to spend your life stressed and worrying about things you can't even control. Because we all know stress is related to illness. This is how you get ill. This is how people get sick. I am a testimony of that. I, you know, I used to get very, very ill working in a nine to five due to stress. And it's not okay. You cannot let that affect your body. We need our health in life. We don't want to be getting ill 24-7. And finally, I just want you to think about this. I want you to choose your words carefully. Choose carefully what you say to yourself daily. Because what you, whatever you say to yourself, whatever thoughts you have, they become very receptive in the brain. Okay, just to, just to put it out, explaining it in more detail. Whatever belief you have about yourself then becomes an emotion. And then from that emotion, it becomes daily thoughts or it becomes your story. For example, the example that I gave before about the maths. Oh, I'm not good at maths. That, that's a belief that's come from doing not very well in one test. And then you feel bad about yourself because you didn't do well. That is the emotion. And then that becomes the thought of, oh, I'm not good with maths. I'm not good with numbers. And then from there, oh, I'm not good with money because money is related to numbers. And then that idea then becomes a behavior of having bad money spending habits and not saving up, whatever it may be. That came from just a simple belief that you're not good at something from one thing that happened in your past. That doesn't mean that has to be that way now. You can change anything in your life if you really want to. So start choosing your words carefully, what you say to yourself. I can do it. Even if it's not, I'm good at maths, you might not believe that. And you might in your head go, oh my goodness, you're such a liar. That's happened to me before. But you can always say, I... I'm not as great as I want to be, but I'm learning to get better. I, I'm not great at spending habits currently, but I'm doing what I can to learn to stop spending in a way that doesn't serve me. Try and choose ways that you can talk to yourself that sound more believable and that your brain can actually process and go, oh, okay, well, we are making a change. We are changing. We are making improvements. And start making these changes, start today. And trust me, you will see the difference as soon as a few weeks down the line. And if you haven't found your purpose, you haven't found what truly lights you up, what makes you get out of bed every morning, excited for the day, trust me, it's just a matter of time. It will come. It will take time, but you will get there. You can always get the, the book, Claim Your Power, to get clearer on what it is you want and define your purpose and take action towards it. It's a book I highly, highly recommend once again. I will put the link for it for Amazon uh, in the show notes. I don't have an affiliate link or anything. I just, I'll offer it down below. And um, if you ever feel lost and you feel like you just need advice or just a friendly chat or somebody to talk to that's not your close family, your close friends, um, then send me a DM. Message me on Instagram. Message me and just explain your situation. I am more than happy to help you and support you because 
I really want to see you thriving. I really want to see you growing. I want to see you becoming the person that you're meant to become and go after the purpose that is deep within you that I know is going to impact and help so many people. And I've just got goosebumps saying that, but it's true. You are meant for such big things and you don't even realise it yet. So keep at it. Start today. I'm here for whatever you might need. And I will link the books, uh, well, the book, (laughs) and my Instagram below in the show notes if you want to reach out to me. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Proud of you if you got through this whole episode. Make sure that you follow me so you can always come back to this episode and write down these journal prompts and do them if you've not been able to during this episode that you're driving or something, whatever it may be. And yeah. I will see you in next week's episode. Have a blessed rest of the week.